Hi, I'm Mila. And I'm Sam. And this is the 412 Christian Podcast. This is part one of our series on mission work. Uh, we are talking with Ben Hayes. He's a preacher at Holland Park Church of Christ. How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on and uh, letting me hang out with you for a little while. Hey, happy to do it. We always enjoy uh, your thoughts. Um, so Sam has an opening verse that he's going to read kind of uh, to go with mission work because we're we're getting Ben to uh, explain kind of what all he's been through with missions and kind of um, what all he's had to deal with and uh, how how that's impacted him and things like that. So uh, Sam's just going to open us up with a verse. Okay, uh, so we're reading from Matthew 28. We're going to start in verse 19. And it says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. And with that, I'm going to go and start with our first question, which is, let me get that pulled up. Okay. First one is, were there any cultural differences in Alaska or the different places you have been? If so, how did you navigate that challenge? Well, so everywhere I've been, um, there's been a lot of different cultural uh things that that end up happening Alaska of course it's kind of weird because it it's you know we went to Alaska back in the end of May 1st of June uh Travis and his wife and then me and my son Jackson and um of course Alaska is in the United States but you know sometimes it doesn't feel like it is and it really wasn't I guess specifically a a mission trip um, as much as it was like a youth rally. So it was a lot of similar things to what we have here. Um, The thing that's very different about Alaska is um, other than Anchorage, it's, you know, a lot of wide open spaces, um, you know, in between towns. And, um, you know, there's like, if you look at a map of Alaska, uh, there's a lot of towns in Anchorage and a lot of, or a lot of streets in Anchorage and in some of the little towns but they'll only be like one highway connecting, you know, all these towns to each other. And so there's very few roads. Um, so that's all, that's kind of an interesting part about it, but um, you know, really the cultural differences have come from other places. I mean, um, Alaska, I think has modernized a lot the last 40 years or so. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that used to wasn't there. Um, you had to, if you moved to Alaska, probably in the fifties and sixties, uh, you would have been doing a lot of things, um, you know, having to take care of yourself right. <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, they've really, you know, now that's not the case. There's a lot of, you know, things that we have here. So, uh, but, but I've done stuff in Mexico. Um, we did church built church buildings in Mexico. Um, I've been to the Philippines and uh, did a, a school there, taught at a school there. Um, I've been to Nepal and Bangladesh with Mike and Brenda, uh, and I've been to Scotland. And all of those places uh, definitely had different cultural, you know, yeah. cultural differences. Right. And, uh, you know, Kenya and, and Will and some of the group from uh, yeah. and Destin uh, went to Africa this summer. So it's, it's really interesting. Everywhere you go, there's a different culture. And so you have to, I think as a Christian, you just have to be willing to not try to impose your culture on people, um, but try to figure out their culture, understand where they're coming from. Um, 
kind of the whole idea of meeting people where they are. Um, when Paul preached in Acts 2, uh, he, he quoted a lot of scripture or talked a lot of, about um, Jewish culture. Uh, when he preached in Acts chapter 17, he was preaching to a lot of Greek people in Athens and on the Areopagus. And he spoke of uh, things that the Greeks would understand. And he never quoted a single scripture in that sermon, at least the way we have it recorded. So, you know, you have to meet people where they are. Um, you know, Bangladesh, uh, you're going to run into uh, Muslims. Uh, you're going to run into Hindu. You go to, to Nepal, mostly going to be Hindu. Uh, and then there's Christians in both of those places. But there's a lot of, I mean, the cultures there are very different from what you find here. Um, probably the, the cultural uh, thing that, that rattled me the most in Bangladesh was over the course of the day, there would be Hindu prayers over loudspeakers, Muslim prayers over loudspeakers. And I was praying and preaching over loudspeakers in the college. So at any given time during the day, you might hear one of those three things happening. And that was always interesting. And at night laying in bed and hearing the Muslim call to prayer um, wow. through the town was, was pretty interesting. Yeah. So, you know, you said you were, you were just talking about Bangladesh and Nepal. What uh, did y'all have to like kind of do it secretly? I don't really know. You know, I've never, course never been out there i was just kind of wondering if y'all had to kind of study secretly and you know what all what all the kind of stuff was no in bangladesh um i mean it's a very uh, very muslim country uh mm -hmm. there were people just walking down the street um and but that's where the colna bible college is where mike brooks right. is you know helps run things and some of the people who work for the college as far as like um, drivers and things like that, not the Bible teachers, but the, you know, some of the staff, they're Muslim. Um, they get along with, uh, the Christians in the town. There may be some here or there that are going to be a little bit more. Uh, we sat down in the store. There was a man who was good friends with, um, Mike and Brenda and we, they would always go see him when they would go to the market. And we sat and drank tea with him. He fixed his tea and we sat there and talked. And, um, you know, his 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 religion was Muslim, was Islam and, um, you know, good connections for the most part. Uh, so it just kind of depends on where you're at. You can go into certain places in Nepal and there's some militant um, groups that are there. I'm sure there are in Bangladesh. There are everywhere. But um, there's also a lot of really great people, too. So uh, um, we'll move on to the next question here in one second. I was just kind of thinking about this when you're when I asked that question, you were talking about how it wasn't, you know, everybody's kind of understanding of it. Well, I was watching funny. I was watching this TikTok, right? And um, it was it was this guy talking to a bunch of group, uh, a group of people. Uh, and he was talking about how when he went, I don't remember exactly where he went, but it was like you had to do it in secret, like Christianity in secret. And he, um, when he went out there, uh, he was talking to those people that were, you know, preachers and everybody just kind of, you know, that hand out Bibles and stuff like that, trying to uh, see kind of what all they had to go through. And there was, I think he said there was 20 in there and 18 out of the 20 raised their hand when they asked if, uh, 
how many of them have been to jail because of their Christianity oh, wow. and served time. And yeah. uh, they were, they knew a lot of different Bible verses and uh, they knew a lot about scripture. And he asked them, you know, how, how do y'all know that since y'all got to keep it so secret that y'all are doing it? And they were like, well, we get, when we would visit, when people would visit us like in person and stuff at the, in the prison, um, they would actually hand us slips of paper of Bible verses and they had to memorize that. Um, and then the guy continued to ask, he was like, well, um, do they not take that away too? And they were like, yeah, when, when they find it. So we have to uh, memorize it as quick as we can. That's why we know as much as we do. And at the That's end of the story, awesome. yeah, at the end of the story, he was, uh, he was asking, you know, is there anything I can pray for you for? Uh, and they were like, yeah, um, pray that we get to be like y'all one day and we can, you know, worship freely and not have to do it so secretly. And yeah. he was like, actually, I'm not going to pray about that for y'all because uh, he said that <laughs> y'all, y'all sit on a train for two hours to get here to worship the Lord under, you know, uh, under places where they can't get caught. And uh, in, in the country, people get tired if they have to drive over an hour to church to listen to the word yeah. of God. Um, and he said, actually, what I will pray is that we become more like y'all. We become more um, wanting to learn, learn the Bible verses and trying to do it as quick as we can, because uh, we want to know that much about them and that, you know, that we'll travel to help people out and uh, do all these things like y'all. Um, Cause he was also like, yeah, y'all sit on like floors um, that are like, have rats and bugs and all of this stuff uh, in these buildings. And he was, so moral of the story kind of was what I was getting at is that he, he, it was just crazy and how eye opening it is, how hard they, they want to study and push towards the Lord. And, you know, we get tired when the sermon goes over an hour or over 30 minutes for like, we want lunch or whatever, you know, something like yeah. that. Um, but I just thought, I, kind of, I was just kind of thinking about that and I thought it was a kind of neat story, but. Add something to that okay. before you move on to the next question. Uh, there's a guy, he's our associate preacher at East Colbert, where I'm 10 now, where my dad's preaching. Um, and he's he went to Estonia. He's gone to Estonia for years, but he goes to Estonia to work. There's like a, um, it's like a, a VBS, I guess, VBS over the mm -hmm. summer camp. And he was telling me about how um, years years ago when they would go for the first time, um, that country really didn't know about Christianity. They knew about the Orthodox Church, like in Russia, because like back there. Yeah. The, the cold war i found this really interesting they would like there was like they would knock out or they would clear out any type of christianity other than the orthodox russian church it's like the catholic church i guess the orthodox whatever yeah. it is but they're talking about how they never really heard anything about christianity before so like and a lot of people didn't want to hear about it because they didn't really know much about it so what they would do they would do like free english classes because like everybody wouldn't learn mm -hmm. english and so they would like by doing that they would teach them bible stories and so they would mm -hmm. learn english by doing that but they would keep on coming back because it was free Yep. And so that's all a lot of times they would get people to come and eventually awesome. like they brought Christian people to Christ. And so it's pretty cool though. There's there's several places um that they do that. I had a friend of mine, the guy I replaced at Petersville back whew, it's been a long time ago, twenty something years ago. Um when I went to work there, he went to China and that's what they did. Uh and he would he would uh do classes in China and um he was, uh, I guess they had to change his degree title. <laughs> He'd gotten a degree from Freed, but it was the Bible. So, so it didn't say Bible. It was like, oh, yeah. 
ancient text. <laughs> yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Bachelor's degree in ancient literature or something. Uh -huh. And then uh, he, there's a lot of places. There's actually a group, I think it's called Let's Start Talking. There's probably a couple of others, but that's how they do it. They do it with learning, teaching English. They mm -hmm. set up Bible classes or set up classes to teach English. And then with that, they use that to make contacts and then study with people. So it's a really a, it's really a good way of, of getting your foot in the door to talk to people. That's awesome. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, move on here to the second question we got. And it is, can you share a powerful moment or story that touched your heart during a mission trip you've been on? That's kind of hard to limit that a little bit because there's a lot of them. Uh -huh. Uh, if I went to going back to the Bangladesh story or time, which has been like 11 or 12 years ago, uh, I remember being asked by the guys who were at the, the kind of, I think we called it a youth and college forum or something like that. Mm -hmm. Some of them asked me, they were the older men who were married. They said, is your marriage love or a range? And I didn't understand what they meant at first. It took me them asking a couple of times. And then I said, okay, I, I get what you're saying. Cause in that culture, it's arranged marriages, uh, at least some of them, not all of them. They, yeah. it kind of depends on what their background is. So even the Muslims, you know, often arrange their marriages. Uh, in fact, that's probably who, who were doing it, them and the Hindu. And so they, you know, I of course told him mine was love. You know, I fell in love and, right. and got married. But I asked them. Secretly arranged. Yeah, bag. There was like two or three that were arranged, and two or three that were that were quote love marriage. And I think mm -hmm. at that moment, it sort of hit me. I'm not sure I'd thought about it before that time but ephesians 5 that says husbands love your wives and uh, wives see to it that you respect your husbands yeah. was not written to people who fell deeply madly in love with each other it was written to people who were in arranged marriages for the most part right so when he says husbands love your wives it wasn't somebody they just fallen deeply in love with they were told to make that happen you know, start right. loving, start, yes. you know, treating them that way. It's not just a feeling you feel like you're feeling when you feel a feeling you've never felt before. You know, it's, a, <laughs> right. it's something yeah. that you are, are to do and to learn how to do. And hus and wives, the same thing. It's about your responsibility to show respect. So that was a really powerful moment, I guess, for me was that conversation mm -hmm. with them. Uh, I had a similar conversation in Mexico with what you said about uh, the the idea of pray for us. Mm -hmm. They they were they would pray for us every night that um, that we would be blessed so that we could continue to come bless them. Instead of saying you know let us be blessed, they would right. say continue to bless the American church so that they can continue to help us. Right. Uh, and you know just the culture that. Um, the difficult culture they were in, but they, you know, loved and appreciated the, the, the church in America and the bigger team that they had. And so there's, like I said, I could, I could go on and tell a bunch of stories, but right. those are, those are a couple of the ones I guess that touched the most. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's awesome. 
I never, you know, I never really thought about the, the, I know, you know, kind of like, you know, in the old times or in like movies and stuff, they have like arranged marriages, like to keep the, you know, to keep the, you know, royalty in the family yeah. or whatever. And I, so I never, you know, I just never really thought that like it could still, it still happens other places today. Yeah. And that's just, that's just so crazy to me. Yeah. A lot. Um, I was going to, I thought about something as, after you, I think it was when you said like people, other countries, like, or like other, when you play other places, they would like ask to like, they would pray for you. Specific. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how like, uh, when also with Jerry Ross, uh, he was talking about how, um, so he had to did a whole like little lesson on one not just tell us about what how the uh, the mission went, and he was saying how like a lot of times the people there their culture they're like really like when you first meet they're really mean, they don't they, they don't try to come off as mean but it's like they're kind of mean but like they're like not welcoming like they're not really welcoming at all but like the next time he came back like, he went one, he went one year and they were like that and he's like well I mean did they not lie I mean like I did the best I could mm-hmm. and then he came back and then like. They were like happy. They were like smiling, happy to see him. And it's like they told him the main thing was like, when you come back and you actually like continually come back to see him, it's not just a one-time thing. And that's when it's when mission work is like yeah. continuous, continually. Yeah. And it's like not just a one-time thing. That's when people actually see an impact and they like be like, oh, they actually do care about me. They don't just like do it for the yeah. fun of it. Yeah. Right. I just like they don't do it kind of going through the motions. Like oh, yeah. these people are going on a mission trips. So I think I need to mm-hmm. go kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, it makes a difference. And and I've been a part of mission trips that have gone back multiple times, and I've been a part of some that I've just not been able to make it happen anymore. But even some of the – like I've been to the Philippines once, and I've been to, um, to Bangladesh and Nepal once. But I've kept – thankfully, in today's culture, you have Facebook. And so <laughs> I've mm-hmm. kept friends with uh, people in both of those places – um, crazy story from Alaska was that I went to preach on a Friday night at a little church out in the middle of, when I say a little church, smaller church out in the middle of a little community, you know, not very big at all. And when I got there, uh, Soldatna, I think is the name of the, the little town. And when I got there, um, I preached and I noticed this couple was paying, you know, real close attention and, Afterwards, as I walked out, I started, I spoke to them and the wife started just going into this conversation, you know, thing about her husband's family. And she just sort of started talking about how they had done some mission work and done this, that or another. And she says, you know, his dad's Rick Owens and said about two or three other words. And I went, hold up, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, stop for a minute. Yeah. I said, who did you say? And she said, Rick Owens. Well, Rick Owens was the man that we went with to Mexico four times. Wow. Um, I went three or four times. Uh-huh. Um, and and he was the guy who led those mission trips to build churches. And I remembered that years before he had started that, he worked Alaskan pipelines. And, you know, did that was how he kind of had made his money. And then he retired and went down and started helping the church. Well, this was his son, and it was just a random you know, I'm in Alaska, the, the uh-huh. biggest state in the United States. I go, right. to little, you know, we went to the Anchorage Church of Christ one day and then we went here one night and I just so happened to run into a guy that I knew, you know, tw- 20 years ago, helping build right. church buildings and ran into his son. So that was a really cool moment, too. That's like a full experience there. You, you get to go with his dad places and then you meet him at a mission trip. You got to do another yeah. one. That's that's wild, yeah. Because like you were saying, Alaska is so big that it just happened to be one of the two churches y'all went to. 
Yeah, that's, it was it was so, wild. Yeah. yeah, I was I was trying to I was gonna kind of put some more thought in mind. I think you know, it's not like you don't have to go back, but it's like as long as you like stay connected with the people, right? Like you said with Facebook. I mean, as long as you're like checking up. I think the main thing is like checking up on them. And be like, hey, are you doing good? Yeah. Do you need more? Like, I mean, if they need more funds, because a lot of times yeah. churches just go away because they don't have the funds or the, the size. Yeah. About like, hey, are you needing another VBS or like, are you needing some more help? With, I mean, just like kind of small things yeah. like that can help too. Yeah. I've heard Jerry talk about that, and I think that culture in Estonia was was very much like that. It was just a, um, I guess, not a whole lot of people <clears throat> had shown concern for them before, right. and they were. Religion was kind of, from what I remember him and Trina talking about in the past, was, uh, you know, the culture was just a little bit more difficult to, you know, get in the door. That religion wasn't that important to most people there. Even the Orthodox Church just wasn't that big or wasn't that popular. And so um, it was a little bit of a harder culture. But, man, they've done a great job with it, and the people there seem to absolutely love them. So. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, our uh, last question is, uh, uh, what advice would you give to someone considering getting involved in mission work? Um, I mean, I, I just, I don't know that there's a, a great one stop answer, but I would just say, do it. Like so many people are seem to be concerned about the dangers of it or, um, just the maybe monetarily the, the the obstacles sometimes get in people's way, mm-hmm. whether it's I'm afraid, you know, that I'm not going to be able to to do it or that I can't eat the food. or I can't, you, right. know, <laughs> you know, there's all kinds of excuses and I would just say, do it. Um, you'll, you will love it. Uh, it will be something that uh, touches you, changes you. I think everybody needs to do mission work at some point. Yeah. And, and you can argue whether, you know, like you said, sometimes you show up somewhere and you just go because it was a place to go. Right. But you're going to get touched. If you spend time with the people of God in those places, it's going to open up your worldview. It's going to open up the way that you see the world and the way that you see Christianity, because it is um, it's not an American thing. And, you know, we get really small in the way that we see things in America and you go to other countries and you go, Oh, okay. There's a, there's other ways to kind of, that, that people see this and, and culturally how it can be a little different. And so um, it's, it's made me more empathetic towards people of other cultures uh, and, and just more so of, of, of Christianity as a whole uh, the way that that people live their lives and and do things in other countries and and kind of makes you on one level appreciate what we have and on the other level kind of like you were sharing the other story earlier it makes you feel like yeah we don't really have it as good as we think we do spiritually right. we're kind of like Laodicea we say that we're rich yeah <laughs> but in some ways we're um, we're poor you know the church and Africa and and the church church in other places sometimes run circles around us and their dedication and the way that they live out their faith because it's not easy for them but then they still choose to do it and that's that's faith and that's trust so I think seeing that helps people I know Destin came back from Africa and it was just like 
Well, before she ever got back, she was texting me and talking uh-huh. about, I just feel bad that we don't have the kind of faith that they have here. Yeah. And so it's a good, it's a good lesson learned if, if you go and do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, Ben, for answering these questions. Uh, that, that very much helped me and I'm sure it helped Sam kind of understand uh, how important mission work is and why you should kind of do it. Um, I hope it helped the people listening or watching. Um, and if you want to listen to mine, Sam's and actually Garrison, he's not here tonight, but if y'all want to listen to our kind of experiences with mission trips, we actually, we actually explained that on our podcast before this. Um, but once again, Thank you, Ben. I'm going to ask Sam to hit us with the prayer real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Okay. Feel good. Pray with me. Dear dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for the time we've had so far to um, kind of study your word and uh, just like hear some thoughts from Ben and from Eli and me. I pray that we we can learn something from this, and I pray that we can use this and we can talk talk to others about this, like because mission work is a very important thing, whether it's in your hometown or whether it's be 10, 10, 20 miles away or a thousand miles away. The Lord deserves to be every crevice of the earth. And I pray that we can continually strive to spread your word to those all around the world. But um, we just thank you for everything you give us, Lord, because, you know, we get, we have more than most people in the United States. And I pray that we can help those in other countries or just other parts of the United States. um, Just stay afloat and just have a good life. And I pray that you, um, Keep us healthy, and I pray that we can remain faithful to you always. And your sons, we pray. Amen. Amen. So you can uh, you can listen to us on Amazon Music, Spotify, what am I missing? Uh, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Apple, yeah. oh, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Oh, YouTube! I forget we're on YouTube. And and on Spotify, we also actually have like a video now. It's something kind of new you can do. You can do the audio and like on instead of a picture, it'll be like a little video. So check us out in there. I've actually watched a few episodes of that. I think maybe one episode, one or two. But anyways, uh, we're so glad to have you all. and so glad you're listening on, listening or watching on. Uh, we'll see you next time on the 412 Christian Podcast.